Good afternoon and welcome to the Friday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll have details on the latest Protein Industries Canada announcement and up first in today's country comment. We'll talk about the closure of Highway 75 at Morris and the impact that's having on farmers. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. The closure of Highway 75 south of Morris is impacting many, including farmers in the area. Lauren Hamblin held a press conference yesterday afternoon. Why we're here today is because yesterday um, I was delivering seed to two miles south of St. Jean. And it took me an hour and a half to go around because I had to go out 23, I had to go down 200 to Dominion City, I had to go across L'Atelier, I had to come up back up Highway 75, back up 14, and all the way up to where I delivered the seed to. And the other reason I did that was because when I was traveling I had the radio on and Premier Stephenson was flying over the uh, the flooded area of the White Shell, which is very serious as well. But I thought that they should know that th this closure of this highway was unnecessary and very hard on the citizens, on the community, and on the business community of what's happened with this highway being closed. So I phoned the Premier's office, talked to them, talked to the Minister of Ag. Every member of the PC caucus got notice of this. And so I've talked to a lot of them. I got a call from the head of highways uh, at 10 o'clock this morning, Ryan Coulter, and he couldn't give me a definitive time when they're opening. And unfortunately, what they're looking at is trying to get all four lanes open. And that's not what this flood protection was about. So the province made a commitment that I-29, this the north-south trade corridor, would be open 100% of the time when US I-29 was open. And so if you look behind us here, you'll see the big hump of the highway, and that's the, the northbound lane, and the design was in the flood, and when there's a flood that we, you would travel down that highway as a two-lane highway, you'd come into Morris, you'd go east on 23 Highway, and then 246, which many of you have been paved on, which have been on, is a paved highway, that was the flood route. Never shall this highway close. The unfortunate part is when the province spent the millions and millions of dollars, including the plan to extend the Morris Dyke to that hump. It was to come from here, hook up to the west side of that hump, and it was to come from here. They, they, bought, they bought 80 acres from Richard Dermott. They bought the acre, 60 acres inside. They bought about 15 acres over here to run the dike down and then come up to the other side of the hump so that when the dike was closed we had a flood all they had to do was plug the railroad track they couldn't do it here because of the angle of the crossing so that's why they wanted to be square at the hump and that's why they stopped there so so that's what should have happened and the other reason we know that was the design for sure is because don and us own this half section right here don owns it now but they bought four acres right here to extend the dike right down there. So that's what was supposed to happen. So when you think of keeping I-29 open and 75 open, everything is done except this little piece of dirt. They have a big stockpile of dirt down there that is now all washed away into Pat's yard. But that was why they couldn't have done that when they had the equipment here and we wouldn't have been having this problem. 
Anyway, that didn't happen. So where we are today is we, the business community, the farmers who can't get for fertilizer, can't get anything from the south, got shut down because of the water which is two feet lower today. And if you take a look at a tape measure, that's not very much. So that's from the peak. That was on May the 2nd. So there's two feet which is below my knees. So you know how much water was on this highway. Not very much. Maybe a foot. I, I took pictures every day. You could see the highway. And every other flood, they would build that. They'd put the ramp over top. And then you could drive through it. Or the least we could have done is put limestone to about that far pile and you would have been good to go and keep this highway open forever. It's just so unfortunate that that didn't happen. And so, so that's why we're here today, or I'm here today as a farmer who's frustrated, but I know the business community, the citizens, it's inexcusable that they closed the highway period when the design was there. That was Lauren Hamblin, Morris Area Farmer. He held the press conference yesterday to share his concerns about the closure of Highway 75 south of Morris. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. A new $19 million project by Protein Industries Canada and a group of companies will help Canadian farmers further improve their sustainability and reduce carbon emissions through the commercialization of a new micronutrient fertilizer. Solios is a sustainable, non-polluting, climate-positive micronutrient fertilizer created from the upcycling of pea, lentil, and oat hulls. AGT Food and Ingredients, Lucent Biosciences, New Wave Research, Intent, and Aberhart Egg Solutions are collaborating to scale and distribute the new product. Murad Al-Khatib is founder and CEO of AGT Foods. In just two short years, to move from startup to full commercialization of a signature product, Solios, with this type of joint venture, is truly an extraordinary progression of innovation. Western Canada and importantly Saskatchewan has been blessed with an agricultural endowment with some of the best and most productive agricultural land in the world, making us a world leader in ag production. The project includes the installation of a new manufacturing process for the production of Solios in Rosetown, Saskatchewan, that when completed will produce up to approximately 6,500 tons per year of micronutrient fertilizer and create 25 jobs. LMS Ag Equipment held the sod turning on Wednesday for the company's new Steinbach location. Here is General Manager A. Penner. We have uh, actually been planning to come to Steinbach for about 10 years. And then about six years ago, uh, my brother Will and uh, took over from my dad. So that changed our plans a little bit. The succession thing became more important than expanding. And so we've always had a... a even growing up as a small child uh, was not far from Steinbach, so there was always a bit of a link to this area. And we felt that the culture from the Winkler area and Steinbach area, even though there's a lot of differences, there's also a lot of similarities. Penner says the plan is to have the 15,000 square foot facility completed for the spring of 2023. And the latest crop report in Saskatchewan shows 52% of this year's crop is now seeded despite a storm that brought snow and rain to mainly the eastern parts of the province. Saskatchewan government says that's up from 33% last week, but still behind the five-year average of 78% for this time of year. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Friday, May 27th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll have details on the latest Protein Industries Canada announcement. 
A new $19 million project by Protein Industries Canada and a group of companies will help Canadian farmers further improve their sustainability and reduce carbon emissions through the commercialization of a new micronutrient fertilizer. Solios is a sustainable, non-polluting, climate-positive micronutrient fertilizer created from the upcycling of pea, lentil, and oat hulls. AGT Food and Ingredients, Lucent Biosciences, New Wave Research, Intent, and Aberhart Egg Solutions are collaborating to scale and distribute the new product. The project includes the installation of a new manufacturing process for the production of Solios in Rosetown, Saskatchewan, that when completed will produce up to approximately 6,500 tons per year of micronutrient fertilizer and create 25 jobs. Murad Al-Khatib is founder and CEO of AGT Foods. You know, it's actually quite uh, intriguing to think that the Lucent AGT partnership started because of a pick Protein Industries Canada cultivator and economic development Regina uh, event that was held at Mosaic Stadium, and it was a pitch event. And I got a phone call to say, would you judge at the pitch event? And there were five ag tech companies that were pitching. And I can tell you the outcome was is that Lucent was one of the ones pitching and Lucent didn't win the pitch competition. <laughs> but I'm not sure Lucent didn't win the big prize. So there you go. So, so from that uh, you know, first meeting, you know, we were very intrigued by the concept uh, because you know, as a value-added processor in agriculture, people talk so much about protein and the things that we're doing. But really it's about the co-products that we all have to deal with. And those that get into this sector start to understand that the fibers and the flowers and the starches are what we have to deal with. Protein's easy to sell. So this project is really about the monetization of what we call co-products, but really, you know, that's ultimately what's going to be, what's going to help us as Saskatchewan to achieve that $10 billion target. It's it's doing things like this. So again, we're going to recognize what we've done uh, today. And so, I want to thank Lucent and our partners at New Wave uh, Intent and Aberhard uh, Ag Solutions through the Protein Industry Canada Supercluster. You know, the overall intent of the supercluster was always to foster the partnerships between larger companies and smaller companies. And this project is truly a model from which an innovation partnership in a first project that was funded at the beginning of PIC has led to a follow-on project with PIC and truly a commercialization with the building of a manufacturing facility in Rosetown, Saskatchewan. Uh, in just two short years, to move from startup to full commercialization of a signature product, Solios, with this type of joint venture, is truly an extraordinary progression of innovation. Western Canada, and importantly Saskatchewan, has been blessed with an agricultural endowment with some of the best and most productive agricultural land in the world, making us a world leader in ag production. You know, for decades, you know, when I was a child growing up in Davidson, we were the breadbasket of the world, and we were very proud of that. But today, Canada is the first stop on the protein highway. And that's a very important transformation. As we look at food, fuel, feed, biomass, and fertilizers really being foundational to the economic growth and prosperity of Saskatchewan people and of Canadians as a whole. Agriculture is at the forefront, providing a societal solution to the world's problems, including global protein availability, food availability, renewable fuels, and uh, tackling climate change related matters, both on GHG reduction, carbon intensity of agriculture reduction, making our plant-based protein and crops 
even more attractive to global food markets. To continue our advance, our position as an ag sector leader, it's critical. We have to continue to innovate, invest, and partner abroad and partner right here at home to succeed. The work of the protein industry supercluster and the funding for innovation has been a key part of that demonstrated project. And I think back to the Lucent project and you know, it was a big jump for AGT to make with a startup company from BC, you know, to do this project. But, you know, I have to give credit to the Lucent team because they always made us believe and uh, together it's been a great partnership. Over the past two, year, uh, two decades, AGT has built a significant grain origination network here in Saskatchewan and a processing infrastructure and, and a logistical system with a short line railway network right here in Saskatchewan running from the growing regions right through the key West Central region. And while we're headquartered in Regina, West Central Saskatchewan is really one of the hearts of AGT's business. You know, and I'm proud to say that the Rosetown plant that's going to be the site of the manufacturing facility is actually the first plant that we bought outside of Regina when we started up this company. So we've been at that location now for just about 20 years. And so it's very exciting to have the next version of that, uh, that facility which will run very, very significantly for the next 20 years. We believe this project will help us to develop innovative uses for our byproducts for milling to produce the Solios product along with our partners benefiting the most valuable asset farmers have, their soil, for the benefit of farmers across the prairies and with applications into other areas like horticulture, fruits and vegetable production across this country and across the world. That was Murad Al-Khatib, founder and CEO of AGT Foods. The company is part of a partnership led by Protein Industries Canada to help produce a new micronutrient fertilizer, Solios. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada has established an e-commerce resource hub where Canadian agri-food companies can access resources to take advantage of global opportunities to sell products online. The sessions conclude June 6th. You can register on the Manitoba Agriculture website. This weekend, the Miami Agricultural Society will be co-hosting its first tractor pull and the annual Miami Mud Bog with the Miami Power Toboggan Club. The tractor pull takes place Saturday, the Mud Bog on Sunday, Come out to Miami and experience a weekend full of family fun. Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association is putting on a fence and water solutions workshop June 1st. The cost $30. You can register on the MFGA website. The Canadian Charlet Association is hosting its AGM June 10th to the 12th in Russell. Visit charlet.com for more details. And the Roland 4-H Museum is open throughout July and August. The hours are 1 to 4 p.m. Call 204-343-2061 for appointments or for more information. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Friday afternoon, LMS Egg Equipment held the sod turning on Wednesday for the company's new Steinbach location. General Manager Abe Penner chatted with reporter Addie Lowen. Well, three years ago, we started our five-year plan of where we wanted to be and what we wanted to do. And part of the plan was we didn't want to lose our heritage of LMS, or sorry, Little Morton Service. And Little Morton Service started back in the 50s, so there was a lot of heritage there, and we didn't want to lose that. But we also wanted to be ready for expandability and opportunities as they came along. So we wanted to keep the heritage, but we also wanted something new. And so after some discussion, we decided LMS Ag equipment would be a good fit because it 
kept some of that heritage but also gave us opportunity to go to different towns uh wouldn't necessarily have the morden name in it anymore but uh it it uh seemed to fit and and we're looking forward to it growing and, and seeing where it goes so why steinbeck we have uh, actually been planning to come to Steinbeck for about 10 years. And then about six years ago, uh, my brother Will and uh, took over from my dad. So that changed our plans a little bit. The succession thing became more important than expanding. And so we've always had, a, a, even growing up as a small child, uh, was not far from Steinbeck. So there was always a bit of a link to this area. And we felt that the culture from the Winkler area and Steinbeck area, even though there's a lot of differences, there's also a lot of similarities. And so just to keep that, uh, those values uh, that we value at home and carry them over into Steinbeck was important to us. So we've just thought Steinbeck would be a really good fit. Also, the brands that we sell uh, fit really well with this area, with the amount of livestock and, and grain producers, uh, with the Versatile brand being local in Winnipeg. Also, with the Agco brand, it has some very suited equipment for this area. So we just, just felt that it was a good fit. So there are numerous other egg equipment companies. Mm-hmm. What can you do or what are you thinking or promising to do to make your company attractive to farmers here in the southeast one of the things that makes us we we feel is a big advantage we even though we're going to have two locations um to have a family oriented dealership where where everybody matters is is at our core um there's three things that we value will and myself have made this our core values and that is our faith obviously is very very important and a lot of decisions based around that but then it's the families and then the farmers. And so uh, having the farmers valued as family members is, is uh, how we, we try to approach everything and uh, try to relate to them as if, if we were in their shoes and be able to take care of them. The other thing that uh, we as a dealership have been able to do, because we sell the Fent brand as well, it has uh, service is at the cornerstone of the brand. And so to have uh, an example like the Gold Star program, which is a service plan that it, the equipment gets service as for three years as part of the purchase price, um, those type of value added things just keep adding to the value of our brand. I love it. And so we're going to turn the sod today. Um, what does that mean going forward? What are your plans for actually building? And when do you hope to be open at the facility? Yeah, we've partnered with Three Way Builders. And so they are a general contractor for this building project. Um, currently, the plans is are to have the building completed for spring of 2023. So over the next number of months and through this uh, fall and, and winter months, the building will be completed. Um, we will be staffing. We have four staff on our team already that work at a Steinbeck location and we plan to continue to grow that staffing and then uh, be ready for spring 2023. Excellent and how large of a space do you have here? Uh, What's it all going to encompass? So our dealership right now the the construction plan is for a 15,000 square foot facility that is expandable as as future needs require. Um, As far as property we, we have a lot that we will developed for approximately 10 acres to house equipment and customers equipment so that is our current plan anything else you want to add other than very excited to have uh be part of this community and just uh being part of it in in whatever ways we can and and uh we're looking forward to 
being part of the sports programs and community events and just being part of the community in that way. And so we're looking forward to that. That was A. Penner, General Manager for LMS Egg Equipment, chatting with reporter Addie Lowen. The company held a sod turning on Wednesday for its new Steinbach location. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. LMS Egg Equipment is building a new facility along Highway 12 north of Steinbach. The company held the sod turning on Wednesday. Here's General Manager A. Penner. Currently, the plans are to have the building completed for spring of 2023, and we will be staffing. We have four staff on our team already that work at a Steinbeck location, and we plan to continue to grow that staffing. So our dealership right now, the the construction plan is for a 15,000-square-foot facility that is expandable as as future needs require. Um, As far as property, we, we have a lot that we will developed for approximately 10 acres to house equipment and customers equipment. LMS currently has locations near Morden and Steinbach. And a new $19 million project by Protein Industries Canada and a group of companies will help Canadian farmers further improve their sustainability and reduce carbon emissions through the commercialization of a new micronutrient fertilizer. Solios is a sustainable, non-polluting, climate-positive micronutrient fertilizer created from the upcycling of pea, lentil, and oat hulls. AGT Food and Ingredients, Lucent Biosciences, New Wave Research, Intent, and Aberhart Egg Solutions are collaborating to scale and distribute the new product. Bill Gruel is CEO of Protein Industries Canada. You know, this project really showcases the virtuous cycle of plant processing by taking a co-product of food processing and having it recreated into a new product that goes back into the soil to support another cycle of crop production that will again be processed into healthy foods for Canadians and customers around the world. It demonstrates innovation, it demonstrates a commitment to sustainability, and it is a great example of why Canada is and will be a leader in plant-based food, feed, and ingredients, and why we're seeing more companies supported by organizations like The Cultivator finding success. The project includes the installation of a new manufacturing process for the production of Solios in Rosetown, Saskatchewan. That, when completed, will produce up to approximately 6,500 tons per year of micronutrient fertilizer and create 25 jobs. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here on Monday starting at 12 noon.